So recently I heard someone say to me that they couldn't do something because they were in too much debt. And I got to thinking about the concept of excuses and realized that excuses are like quicksand. Okay, when you first get in the quicksand, uh, you know you're kind of stuck, but you don't know anything's going on. And then you slowly start sinking in until at some point the, uh, the quicksand overtakes you. Quicksand is nothing more than a place where water has come up underneath sand and liquefied the sand in such a way that you can stand on it, but you start sinking. Excuses are very much like quicksand um, because you say, I can't, or I won't, or I don't know how, and you come up with all these excuses about why something happened. Well, it's their fault. Uh, this happened. It's someone else's fault. It's something else's fault. And the truth of the matter is, and, and listen, don't, don't, don't take this the wrong way. I'm guilty of this too. I have the human condition, okay? It just means that I have worked really, really hard to catch myself when I'm about to utter an excuse. And the more you practice catching yourself before you utter an excuse, the better you get at not saying what uh, the excuse is. So this person said, I'm in too much debt to start a business. To which I say, now is the time to do side, a side business or some other side income to help you get out of debt. I've, I've told this story before, but I remember when I was in my teenage years, I really wanted to buy a gold bracelet, and it was a name bracelet, and I've, and I've set, shared this story before, but for those of you who haven't heard it, um, it was a gold bracelet. I grew up in South Florida. It was very culturally acceptable for a male to wear a gold bracelet with, a, with their name on it. Uh, it was a name, name bracelet. And so, uh, and it's very popular in the Hispanic community down there in South Florida. Uh, I bought my bracelet from uh, a beautiful man who has since gone on to heaven, but he, he's a, he was a Cuban man from, from Cuba. Uh, his daughters I went to high school with, or went to school with, graduated high school with his youngest daughter. Beautiful, beautiful girls, now women, with their own families. The point I'm trying to make is, I really wanted this name bracelet. Now to put into context, in the 1980s, with the cost of gold, these bracelets were pretty heavy. And so the bracelet cost me around $900. Now, for a 16, 17-year-old, $900 was a lot of money. But you know what I did? I side hustled, I hustled, I did whatever I could because I really, really, really wanted that name bracelet. And my parents couldn't afford to buy it for me. They didn't discourage me from getting it. My dad thought it was awesome that I was trying to raise money for something that I wanted really bad. And so I did whatever I could to earn money. Um, one of my jobs, one of my very first jobs, 
I had a, a, a friend who owned a laundromat. And the laundromat <clears throat> had these garage doors that needed to be closed at 9 o'clock in the evening, and the laundromat was closed from 9 o'clock in the evening till about 6 in the morning. And so I would go and I would close up the laundromat, I would sweep the floors, I would mop the floors, and as an added benefit, <clears throat> I was allowed to keep any of the change that I found in the laundromat. So needless to say, I would spend an extra 15, 20 minutes a night uh, with a little metal rod and I would pull quarters, dimes, nickels. Sometimes I'd get lucky and find um, uh, you know, paper bills. I think the most I ever found was like $20 in cash. And then I would also uh, be able to open up, there was a, a screw that I would take out and I'd open up the bottom of the dryers. There was a panel that you could open and there was uh, lint in there and, I, and there was a ledge underneath and I'd be able to pull my finger across that ledge and pull out all manner of coins and dollar bills and so forth that had been in the, in the wash. And so I raised this money by doing stuff like that, mowing grass, uh, doing extra side hustles, did whatever I could, and I bought that $900 bracelet. And listen, I didn't have any money. $900 I had to put 10% down and I, and I was able to put down $100 to start off with because I had raised up 100 bucks to put down and then I had that bracelet on layaway. And I'd go in there and I would pay toward the bracelet and he'd bring it out and let me look at it and I'd pay on the bracelet, he'd bring it out, let me look at it. Here's the point. If you're in a place right now where you are in dire straits financially, then you need to stop the excuses and find ways to make it happen. You have to have stuff around your house you could sell. I mean, my goodness, right now, for free, you can post things on Facebook. There's a Facebook marketplace. You can post it for free, for sale, with an amount, and so people will contact you and say, yes, I'm interested. Just give you an example. Uh, when we bought our house about four years ago, in the garage were about five sheets, and I'm talking big, full-size sheets of, of drywall. Now, it's a special type of drywall. It's called a green board, and it, it's not the same thing as um, what you put behind the tile in your shower, but it was um, the type that you put in the basement because it was a water... It would it would retard some water, and it was uh, supposed to keep back uh, moisture and keep back mold and mildew. Now I kept looking at these sheets, and I'm like, I I tried giving them away. I asked friends if they were interested. I posted on my private Facebook page. Does anybody need drywall? We don't need this. And then finally one day I decided, after listening to a Gary Vaynerchuk uh, uh, piece on his podcast. Shout out to Jerry Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk, excuse me. Um, he was basically saying, sell stuff. Well, he said, crap, with an S word. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But he, he, he said, sell your stuff, okay? And so um, I decided I was going to test that theory, and I said, I want to sell 
these drywall sheets. Now the drywall sheets normally sell for a little less than $10 a sheet. I want to say they were like seven or eight dollars at your local hardware store. And I decided I was going to put these up for five dollars a piece. I just wanted to get rid of them but I wanted to test the theory. So I put these up, five dollars a piece of drywall, I mean for the sheet, five dollars a sheet but I want to sell them all together. This lady contacts me, she said that's perfect, that's exactly what I need, it's the right size, the right thickness, it's the right amount, uh, I'll pay you the twenty dollars you want for the uh, you know for the four pieces that you have because uh, I had five but not one of them was not a full uh, piece <clears throat> I even offered to throw that in for free but they didn't take it so anyhow this lady drives from like 45 minutes to an hour away from me to buy four drywall sheets for 20 bucks so now I got rid of these four sheets I still have one sheet, but that's fine. I can use that for little odd and end projects around the house. But she bought it for 20 bucks. We stuck it on the roof of her car, tied them down, and she took off. It's that simple. If you've got something to sell, put it out there. Ask a reasonable price. Don't ask a stupid price. I wasn't going to ask $10 a sheet for something that they could buy for 7 So don't be silly. But stop the excuses. If you're in debt, you've probably got crap around your house you could sell to help you get out of debt. <clears throat> you got, have got to stop the excuses. Too old? That's bullcrap. You're not too old. You're not too old. In fact, I would argue that the older you are, the more wisdom you have, the more life experience you have, the more you should know better, and therefore you should be able to do whatever you set out to do. Your age is not a barrier to entry unless you're looking to be, you know, a model for, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, some brand that's focused on youth. Yes, that, that's, that's silliness. But because of your age, you, it's not going to stop you from many, many, many things. You say, well, I'm too young. That's bullcrap. I look at um, some of some of the youngest millionaires out there haven't even hit their teenage years. Kylie Jenner's in her early twenties and just self-made a billion dollars selling makeup and other items. Stop saying you're too young. You the only true argument you could give me about being young is you you don't have enough education and you know what that's not a good enough excuse either not to be successful if you don't have enough education you start learning by reading articles and watching videos on YouTube and go to TED talk videos and go to uh, any other place where you can watch videos that are focused in on learning something Go find an uh, influencer like Gary Vaynerchuk or um, you know, some of the others that are out there and listen to their stuff and learn from them. 
Go and find someone that you aspire to be that is already successful and study them. Read, read anything you can about them. Learn everything you can about what they do, how they do it, why they do it, when they do it. And try to start emulating some of the things, the t techniques and things that they do, processes that they do to be successful. I'm not asking you to be another Michael Jordan. I'm not asking you to be Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm asking you to be you, but use techniques that, that resonate with you and appear to already work with other people. There is no excuse on this planet, short of you're getting ready to die in five seconds, there is no excuse on this planet that is keeping you from going after your dreams, achieving great things. There's nothing that can stop you if you put your mind to it. So stop the excuses. I, I, don't, I don't know how else to say it to you other than if you are honest with yourself. If you sit down, look in the mirror, and you are absolutely naked honest with yourself, you will know that the excuses are holding you back. You're not too young, you're not too old, you're not too dumb, you're not too smart, you're not this, you're not that. Yeah, let me just give you an example. There was a time in my life where I would say, um, I can't seem to grow my business because I'm not a marketing person. I'm not a salesperson. I'm going to tell you right now, I spent 20 years of my life as a business person saying I'm not, I'm not a sales and marketing person. I'm going to tell you right now, excuse the French, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. Okay? Because I am whatever I set my mind to. If what's holding me back is sales and marketing, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start reading books, I'm gonna start watching articles, uh, reading articles, I'm gonna start watching videos, I'm gonna start getting mentorship from people who are good at sales and marketing, and I'm gonna start studying them as if it's the back of my hand to know it so that I can overcome, that I can achieve, that I can sell, that I can't, listen, if you're in business, Stop saying that you are not a salesperson. Stop saying you're not a marketing person because the truth of the matter is, if you own a business, you are sales. You are marketing because you are the brand. Don't tell me you're not a sales and you're not I'm, I'm telling you what I did was stupid and I had to correct it. I have dozens of books on marketing. If something doesn't make sense to me, I go find books and resources that I can read and study and understand. If I don't know how to do something, I go learn how to do it. My grandfather, whom I miss very much, passed away when I was in my 20s. I was 24, I believe. I'm 50 now. So he's been gone 26 years. Love the man dearly. He had a GED. He dropped out of high school to take care of his mother and go get a job to help her. We're talking during the Depression. 
well, it was shortly thereafter the Depression, going into World War One. Uh, excuse me, World War Two. He had to take care of his mom, so he dropped out of school. He went back and got his GED when he was in his uh, late 30s, early 40s. I, I was probably uh, a baby when he got his GED. But here's, here's what's important. My grandfather was self-taught. He was a self-taught man. I've learned so much even now as I'm talking about this there's there's epiphanies that I'm having and revelation that I'm having about who I am and why I am it's because I grew up watching this man I grew up next to my grandparents my dad's parents we lived next door to my grandparents my grandfather was self-taught self-made uh, he had a GED and truly he was a master carpenter and electrician. More so an electrician than anything. The stuff I know about electricity, I could probably trace back to watching him work. My grandfather was self-made. <clears throat> he could have used excuses that he had to drop out of school after the Depression, that he didn't have an education, that he didn't have this, he didn't have that. The truth of the matter is, he got his GED. But here's the most important thing I learned from my grandfather, is that if you didn't know something, you went and looked it up. To this day, I can remember, he, he had a bookshelf that he built. It was actually a beautiful bookshelf. Now that I think about it, I wish that I had it. Long bookshelf. And on the bottom rung of the bookshelf were resource books. He had a full complement of encyclopedias, which, by the way, encyclopedias were the original Google. <laughs> it, was, it was the original uh, YouTube. It was the original uh, search engine. Okay, you get my drift? And he had encyclopedias. He had dictionaries. He had other books that you could look things up. And <clears throat> I remember he'd say... Well, I don't know the answer to that, but let's go look it up. And we'd go look it up. Didn't know how to spell something, didn't know what a word was. We'd go look it up. This is all pre-internet. So what my grandfather taught me was if you don't know something, go learn it. But don't go look it up just to forget it. Go look it up and remember it. I remember by the time I got to college... I had what you would consider to be so much useless knowledge. <laughs> People look at me and say, you're a walking dictionary. You're a walking encyclopedia. No, it was because my grandfather taught me to learn. So do not say that you're too young, you're too old, you're too dumb, you're too whatever, because it's an excuse that is not going to give you what you want in life. If you want the greatness of life, you've got to stop the excuses. I'm Dr. Foster. I'm the success coach with MaximumChange.com. If you need coaching, mentoring, consulting, reach out to me. I would hope that you will like this podcast, share this podcast, and please, by all means, uh, reach out to us and tell me what you think of this material. 
We'd love to hear from you with ideas of things that we could talk about. I hope you have a great day. Stop excuses. Start making things happen. See you soon.